Hey, you're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Martin Scorsese's The Departed. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. Mr. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Dead. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Uh, welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're your host, I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jared Kellett. How you doing, Brian? See, now this actually makes sense. <laughs> me doing this. <laughs> oh, man. Everyone's going to click off because of the terrible Boston accents here. <laughs> and we also have with us a uh, guest, Paul Williams. Not our normal Paul, Paul Williams. Williams. Different Paul Williams. This is a different Paul Williams. This is the Rainbow Connection, Paul Williams. Hi. Hi. It's me, 70 singer-songwriter Paul Williams. No, Lovers, I should, the I'm dreamers, the... <laughs> and me. <laughs> Not the other, other Paul Williams. Thanks for having me, guys. Nice well, to be here. Yeah, hey, thanks, thanks for coming, coming out, man. Paul. Yeah. It's the Departed. Departed. The Departed. Not the... You fuck. <laughs> fucking rats. Get used to that, you fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, a continuation of Jack Nicholson Month as well. So, here we go. One of his last movies, too. Yeah. 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 Was he dead now? Uh, no. <laughs> no. He can still make a movie. Uh, you know, uh, well, there was one episode where I said, I, th- I think I was reading it, but he had dementia, and uh, there was a listener that quickly pointed that out, like, oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's bull- Here, here's, here's a Jack retraction. Nicholson. Yeah. I don't have yeah. fucking dementia. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat, and I don't want to lose the weight. What do you think about my Boston accent? <laughs> in the marsh. <laughs> when I say in the marsh, I mean... In the marsh. <laughs> I smell a fucking red. You know, I do think Mark Wahlberg kind of nailed it the best, though. He's from there. He's authentic. He's, he's that he's guy. Southie. So, so was uh, in Damon? In Matt Damon also? <laughs> Matt Damon. I don't know Matt if he actually grew up in Southie, but he was in the Boston area. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. I, I, yeah, think they're both, I think they're both hamming it up, you know. I just think Mark Wahlberg has an actual criminal history. How's your mother? She's tired. She's been fucking my father. She's tired from fucking my father. <laughs> Remember, you did almost kill that guy. <laughs> oh, my favorite one of his was uh, the guy fucks up with a surveillance camera. <laughs> He's like, oh, you must be the guy that doesn't do your job. I'm the other guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
My favorite one. It's in that same section as uh, uh, oh, what's his name, Alec Baldwin. He asked him. He's like, he's like, he's like, uh, you a healthy motherfucker. What's he say to that guy when he walks by him? <laughs> He's just like he's like a uh, smoke or something. He's like, oh, what are you a fitness oh, fucker? Yeah, 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 yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody is. Uh, everyone's having fun in this movie. Yeah, they are. And uh, yeah, you can feel it. It helps the film flow. The editing helps too. Really? The editing really helps. Yeah, dude. The fucking editing. This is masterfully cut. This is one of my favorite cut films. Yeah, nominated for nominated for best editing. Yeah, I gotta One. say the the first act uh, feels uh, almost like a montage the whole time. There's never just, you don't you don't sit with the scene. The music really drives it. Yep. It, it establishes all these characters. It's all the, the prologue, like, really, really. like setting up, yeah, before yeah. it drops into a pace. And yeah, this that, is that title card comes in really late. You know? oh, yeah, and actually, you know, I was like, I was watching the movie, and I was like, oh shit, we're just now opening the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, the the Dropkick Murphys kicks in. That's like kind of the unofficial theme of this movie. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Uh, yeah. Although he does start out with the, uh, was it Rolling Stones, Give Me Shelter? Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, how many times has he fucking used that? I think that because if he uses it, he gets a, like, you know, a, roll, uh, like a kickback. Or yeah. he's used it so many times that it's cheap for him. They're like, okay, look, you got your punch card, right? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, the seven times free. <laughs> well, he, uh, he, he shot that documentary, Shaun of Light, um, when this movie was in post-production. He actually left. Um, before the movie had its like final answer print made, before it was gonna be, go off to be you know duped for all the uh, theater houses and everything, Martin Scorsese fucking left. Didn't actually see what the final print of this film looked like until he was actually in an auditorium watching it with the cast and crew at a premiere. Wow, isn't that insane? This is not the same Martin Scorsese from Taxi Driver and Raging Bull. Yeah, you got it. I'll be back. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nominated for best director. Well, <laughs> Which he won this time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. It was like the the Lifetime Achievement Award, and they're like, oh, this motherfucker's yeah. going to be making great movies 20 years later. Uh, never mind. I, I guess I we jumped the gun on that one. I don't agree with him making the getting the Oscar for this one. He should have got it for The Aviator. Really? Yeah, it's a better film. Oh, yeah, I love The Aviator. Uh, nice yeah. point of the little Aviator love. Right on. I mean, I don't know. I got so much love. This is so B-movie, though, dude. I love I know, it. but it's a remake. It is a remake. It's, it is a remake. It's, it's a remake. Yeah. And I don't know, man. Give me something. It's, it's a great movie, but... Is it the only remake to ever win Best Picture? It's the only one I can think of. I don't know. Ooh, well, interesting, loud. it wasn't Martin Scorsese's first remake. You know, he remade uh, Cape Fear in, like, 90, 91, 92. Yeah. Yeah, so, but that wasn't Oscar-worthy either. No. Um, <laughs> well, he was originally uh, going to direct uh, Schindler's List, and him and Spielberg swapped projects. What did he do instead? Sh- uh, he did Schindler's List. He I did know. Cape Fear. Oh, so that was the swap? Yeah, that was the swap. Interesting. Spielberg came out on top on that one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> also, very bit. fun uh, Robert De Niro performance in that movie, though. Yeah, that is a good Robert De Niro performance. Uh, very over the top, but... C- Cajun accent? Is that a Cajun accent I think he's doing in that movie? Uh, mm, I don't know, I <laughs> he's guess. He's doing something. He's, yeah, I guess he's trying to <laughs> lean into a New Orleans. Yeah, I guess so. There's a lot of bad accents in this movie, people slipping in and, in and out of accents. It kind of happens. I think the, the worst offender being uh, Mr. Mr. DiCaprio. His accent, famously not not great with his accent work. He slips, but that Vera for for Miga for Mica for Miga for Miga, she slips in and out, and then so does Jack. He's he's all over the place. Does he? Yeah, he, he, he leans into normal Jack every now and then. I'll be honest, guy. I had a really hard time taking notes on this movie because I kept just. Watching Listening it and watching, yeah, yeah. I just got really sucked in, man. I find this movie very entertaining. Well, there's so many great little like momenty scenes that are like just so well written, you know, and, I, and they're chewing the scene. I watched the movie with my wife today. She'd never seen it. It's two and a half hours long, and I was like, when it was over, did that seem like it was two and a half hours? Like, no, it breezed by. And that's Scorsese's gift. You know, he makes these really long movies that breeze. Like, they just, they just, the flow is incredible. 
Yeah. How, how has your wife never seen a DiCaprio movie? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. A DiCaprio movie? Ever? Well, oh, she's no. I mean, she's well, seen I mean, this, this one. one in particular because the mob. She's like, oh, I haven't oh, seen okay, any. There, right, there's, yeah. she's like, there's no women in that movie. There's she's one. Never seen the beach. <laughs> Actually, the beach. no. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to show the beach. That was that was the first like you know post Titanic. Oh, this DiCaprio guy might be kind of cool. Was the beach in this movie right here? You know, Gangs of New York. You're like, oh, he's grown up DiCaprio. Even though now you watch it, he's a baby in this movie. Oh, it's so crazy how young he looks. I know when he shows up on the screen the first time, I'm like, what? That that facial hair looks surgically implanted. That stuff like... like, (laughs) (laughs) That is not naturally grown. (laughs) We know you to grow that goatee. You had that pasted on. Get out of here. (laughs) Come back when your balls drop. (laughs) Yeah, he Uh, looks super, super young. Matt Damon, too. Matt Damon looks like... It's incredible. You uh, you realize the the passage of time and you watch this movie and you see these guys. They were the young whippersnappers. Now they're the guys leading leading these big movies and getting Oscar nominations. Yeah, yeah. Matt Damon did look really young. I totally bought him as, like, in the whatever police training that he was going through. I don't don't know what that was called. I think Brad Pitt was scheduled to... Was going to play... the Caprio part, but he, he said he was too old. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was hearing that. And who was he going to be cast with? Uh, I think Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's wow, man, that's crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that sounds horrible already. It just doesn't make sense. Can you imagine Tom Cruise doing a, a Boston accent? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of it right okay, now. now I, I want to see this. I want to see this movie now. <laughs> they, they're going to chop me up and feed me to the poor. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. I don't know why he's talking that way, but whatever. <laughs> the jaw quivers with pure emotion, you know. He's, he's so intense. I don't know, man. I think he, I think he could probably figure it out and nail it. He's a good actor. He'd probably be so intense. It's like, well, you need to shoot me to space first, and then we'll do, we'll talk. <laughs> Strap me to the outside of an airplane. Oh yeah, that would that would definitely be a, a different film. But you know, I, I would I would like to see Brad Pitt in any any of these roles. I could even picture yeah. that. Not Tom Cruise though. <laughs> I don't know. Brad Pitt's so like, iconic. You know, this, this, these roles are so. Uh, everybody, these guys are so on edge. The anxiety, you know, constantly you know, thinking they're going to be found out. The cat and mouse game. And you can pull that off that intensity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitt, Pitt everybody, do it. everybody disappears into their roles. I mean, every now and then I think about Jack being Jack in this. But um, and he, and who's the who's the Frenchie or the the, the main bad guy? Oh, Ray Winstone or Winstone? Yeah. Ray Winstone. Oh. Man, he's so fucking good. Oh fuck it. Oh fuck it! Oh, when he they shoots himself, best deaths in cinema history. I don't know, man. <laughs> no, that scene, that scene where he goes over there and he, he and he tells him, "You can't fuck, you don't fucking hit him." It's that you know. And <laughs> that's not all, a guy. That's you all can't fuck. He's, he's almost a guy you can't hit, dude. He's such a badass in that scene. And he turns around and he's like, "That's Jackie's fucking uh, like son or whatever." He's like, uh, uh, "Oh, or what, or whatever." He's like, he just fucking just waylays on that dude. I think this is the asserting of, his dominance. This is the beginning of the Ray Winstonaissance. That's when he got to Beowulf and Indiana Jones and yeah, and, that's true. And I've oh, not yeah. not seen him since. Remember when he was really buff in a, in, in a Beowulf? They gave him a digital buff he's, body. He's cashing those checks, bro. Hello, it's made by a wolf. Want me to fight Grendel? Yeah, wouldn't uh, he, yeah, wouldn't he on some show? Didn't, didn't he do one of those Amazon? Or Netflix shows there for a while. I'm, I'm picturing his face, but I, I just can't. I don't know. I think I've seen him something else recent. Was he playing a gangster? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or otherwise, just he, a, yes. a, heavy, Probably. a tough, a heavy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I like his performance, but yeah, yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Nothing that comes to mind. But Maybe he's got dementia. <laughs> he plateaued. Oh, no. More, the, more, more, more emails. emails. <laughs> the, the middle. It's a good TV. Um, what, what, did you, what did you guys think about some of the um, techniques that uh, Scorsese implements in this movie? 
with like the irises. He does uh, on Matt Damon's character. Is that in camera? Uh, no, there's no way. Right? There has to be a way. Not for that iris. No. You talking about where they go in and put the little circle around somebody? Yeah. Oh man, there's got to be a way to do that. Practically. Maybe, maybe if it was like fixed in the center, I could I could see it. But pull like, out one of the old hand crank cameras and for that shot. I don't know. You're talking about where it looks like he's a, he's in a is in a little in telescope. A little, yeah, it's yeah, old school. Old, they used yeah, to do it yeah, back it in the great. day. How they do it back in the day? I guess the same way you do a dissolve in a fade, right? You don't do a dissolve in a fade in camera. No, I mean it, there, there's a dot though. Is what I'm saying. So there's something that that goes in and pulls the pulls the dot open and closed. What? No, you just what? You don't? You just you just draw it. I get how we do it in the computer. I want to know how we do it practically. No, that's how you do it. Oh, you're saying you draw on the frame? Yeah. Hmm. I want a mechanical way to do it. I've ne- I've never seen that. Hmm. Because I mean, you know, you, your iris in a camera is fixed, right? I know it's on the back side of the cam- uh, the lens. I'm talking about you put it in the front side of the lens and you shoot through this thing that will close in and close out. Man, like like on the front of the map box or something. I mean, you could, but then like. Wh- wh- that would be really difficult because, like, how far away, depending on your lens, like, how far away would that be? And like, Don't be a fix-it-in-post <laughs> person. Be a, be a get-it-practical person. I, well, they did this in post. You can tell they did it in No, post. they didn't. They did it in camera. <laughs> they had the money, damn it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I would be like, all right, look, we got to spend the next three days figuring out how we're going to do this. They're like, wait, we're just running out of time. I'm like, no, god damn it, I want this shot. <laughs> <laughs> I, super, I super liked how it, he uses that to call him out, though. Uh, oh, no, those, that's cool. And those wow moments. And there's twice in the movie they do that, right? Yeah, it's when yeah. he's uh, but, uh, he's going to work for the first time. Right, he's becoming a, a state trooper, and then state uh, statey. <laughs> what was he? Uh, fucking statey. What was the second time? When is the second time? It's when he's in his apartment, right? Is that when it is? Mm. But both of them are Matt Damon, and he doesn't use them on anybody else. Interesting. So yeah. And it's just those two times. But they also do, like, jump cuts in the middle of scenes. Did you guys see they those? They do jump cuts. I love the jump cuts. They do. Uh, the, there's that when they're explaining. They're having the big board meeting, and, and you've got fucking Alec Baldwin and, um, and Marky Mark up there. And they're, like, you know, explaining stuff. The camera does these quick, like, like, like pans. Oh, like, yeah. Like, 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 well, they're, like, they're like curved dolly track where they're like really fast. Like, they're doing it with a motion control camera or something. But, you know, they didn't. They're, like, pushing. Yes. There's some, some asshole that like, push that dolly really fast and like hit those marks that clean. It's pretty insane. And you know that that's ADR. I watched that section a couple times going, there's no way they did this. Like, that's, that's production sound. Yeah, you can kind of hear it sometimes in the, in the dialogue, especially on Mark Wahlberg. Every time he's not shown, you can tell that that's just a line. That it's a line, yeah. Take or right, because he, he's over there just fucking making up shit off the top of his head the whole time. <laughs> and uh, a huge ADR moment is when, um, when Jack, when uh, Frank, right, that's his name? When he's like eating yeah. shrimp, it's Jack, and he's—I uh, <laughs> forget what he asks him. What does he ask him when he's eating shrimp? And he's like shoving shrimp in his face. Oh man, I, I forget the when he's eating when he's, shrimp. When he's coming in and asking if he, he's, you know, he tells him a story about a rat. Or he's—is it where he does the? No, something? then he's like burning. What is he burning? He's burning some picture he drew of a rat. Right, and then uh, he, he brings the gun out. I haven't needed haven't needed money since I was fourteen. You know, he's like lighting yeah. that fucking paper on fire. Anyways, there's a lot of ADR in that se- in that section. They go in the weird, weird, surreal scenes with uh, uh, Jack and his mole, the cocaine. The, <laughs> the oh, dust. that's great! Yeah, that, uh, he's having a lot of fun. Get down there and who is it? Don't come up to your numb or what? What's, what's yeah? Don't, something about don't come up to your numb. I, my wife stopped the movie. I was like, what? What does that mean? I was like, I, I'm not really sure. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I'm not really sure what he's talking about. If you take cocaine and you put it on your little yeah, teeth, you know. it makes some nummy nums. Yeah, they're called nummies. Well, she's, she's what, what end was he talking about being numb? Well, he's just, like, dusting the other girl, and then he's wanting her to go down there and look it up. 
Oh, wow. I, I was I was thinking he was like you know he was shook sugar well, in the pie. See, I didn't see the other girl. <laughs> in that scene. Sugar in the pie. I think he was doing a little 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 top sugar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Don't come up till you're numb. Here goes a bunch of coke. <laughs> you want some coke? <laughs> a fucking handful. <laughs> He's got a two yeah. grand worth of coke in and his you, hands. You come to meet him. You meet him at the porno theater. <laughs> he pulls up the uh, the dildo. Or oh. that could be his giant cock. I, I just want to know if that was that in the script. Was no, any no, of this in the script? It's a, it's a dildo. No, uh, <laughs> they actually sp- he sprung that um, on Scorsese on set, and he was like, "Oh, hey, look, I got this idea. I'm, I, I got this big black dildo that I bought. It's a big strap on, and I'm gonna wear it in the scene." And Scorsese's just like, "Oh yeah, okay, good. Yeah, that sounds great. I want to go find the yeah, clerk who sold him that dildo, and you know, take a story about Jack Nicholson walking to give me the biggest, blackest one you got. Do you have a big black dildo?" <laughs> <laughs> I love the straps are like those SM leather straps around it too. Oh, he strapped in. I didn't see, strapped I didn't in. see that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. It's like it's all strapped around like his coat and everything. Yeah. He's just and he's sitting there he's with a big old dildo hanging out. It's ridiculous. I got to pull those blacks down on the TV. I did not catch that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he was strapped in. He's ready to go. Yeah. He was prepared. <laughs> the last porno theater in Boston. Is that true? Uh, I hope so. I don't know. What happens at porno theaters, man? I mean, right? We all know what happens in Portland. I mean, what going do you to do? watch great cinema. I know when you walk yeah. on the floors, it's like, a, you know, after you got finished watching a kid's movie with all the soda pop, but it's not soda. Oh, it's definitely not soda. <laughs> you ever, actually, you know, I remember I that more as a kid oh. going through theaters and your feet sticking to the floor. It doesn't really happen that much anymore. Yeah. Do, do, you remember, do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Wow. I wonder what they did to keep the floor so clean these days. I don't know. Probably mop them. <laughs> Back in the day, they had no, they never mopped the floors. <laughs> no. no, you didn't have time, man. I mean, you only had. Uh, I mean, if the movie was sold out, like you would have twenty minutes to clean an entire auditorium. And if you're talking about like you know three hundred people, crap, you know, crowded in a place vivid, with popcorn and stuff. Vivid memories of hearing everybody <laughs> walking out of the theater. With right, which what kind of theater shoes. was this? Though? This was this here. Was not dog. one of the porno theaters. <laughs> This was like when it was like stadium seating. It wasn't. It wasn't like. I'm sorry. It wasn't stadium. It was like flat. You know, yeah, or it just kind of went up a little bit. The, you know, the slope. Yeah, the slope. Very, very, very minor. You know, slight ramps. Oh, so it could all run down. Oh no! Yeah, when somebody would drop their fucking drink, or whatever, whoosh, it would go all the way down. Oh man! Yeah, I hated when they started yeah. selling those uh, the boss bottle or the not the twenty ounce little Coke containers. Those things yeah. sucked because those would roll all the way down. Design yeah. flaws at the movie theater. Mm. We fixed, fixed it. it. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. Look, the world, the whole world's burning, but we figured this out. We figured out movie uh, stadium cinema. Did y'all mm. see this in the theater? It only took uh, fucking hundred years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did see this in theaters. Me too, several times. Several times. This was this came out my freshman year of college. My buddies and I, and we went and saw this. Like this was the movie. Everybody loved this movie. I was in full sale when this came out. Oh, for real? Yeah, I saw this when I was in film school. Man, there we you were, go. We were so, like, this is cinema. <laughs> oh, this is cinema right here. No, oh, yeah. I, I, you hear Michael Mark in that movie. I haven't watched this really since then too much, and so I was like watching it, uh, and I was just remembering me dissecting the the, the scenes when I was uh, a, a lowly film school student. Yeah, it's an easy one to. Well, I was gonna say it's an easy one to dissect, but it's really hard to dissect because you I always get sucked into the movie, and I yeah. I stop you know I stop paying attention to certain things. I'll, I'll notice things in the beginning, and then I'm like, oh, is he keeping up this motif throughout? And then I don't know. I got too sucked in. Who shot this? I should know that, but who? Uh, I watched it today. Oh, it was uh, it was Ballhouse, wasn't it? I don't know. What else has he done? Because I wasn't Goodfellas. really impressed with this lighting. You are crazy. I am crazy. Yeah, he, uh, I know it's the same cinematographer for what's his name? I think it's Michael Ballhouse. Yep, 
Michael Ballhouse shot it. He did uh, Age of Innocence and Goodfellas for Scorsese. He also directed uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula for Coppola. Not directed, uh, shot. Okay, that was gorgeous. That <clears> is <throat> one of the best looking movies ever made. Yeah. yeah, I love that well, movie. Maybe they were just trying to go for a more realistic. There's a lot of like front side flat lighting in this. Or maybe they were shooting multicam and they were having to. That's that's it. They I were having to light that. for that. I because think Scorsese likes to likes to be able to move the camera and just it, go with it. It didn't feel like they were using a lot of stylized light. There was some cool camera shit that they were doing, but as far as on the lighting side, it wasn't super. I thought there'd be more duality, split Watch phase, again, Brian, from deep, that you crazy deep contrast I, I, kind I, of stuff. I, I, love that. I, I think it looks good. I'm just saying that the like, bars are great, and then like when they have the moments where they they go into tense stuff, I like I think the shootout at the end is fucking phenomenal. What, I mean, like, we're not just, talking about that. I'm talking the camera stuff's good. The editing, pacing. I'm talking about the lighting, bro. Yeah, the lighting there is great. I th- I'm talking about that end piece when you have Matt Damon coming out and he's got the fucking uh, cop light, um, the headlights and stuff going over his shoulder, and he pulls that fucking gun out, dude. He looks like a badass. That is a great shot. You don't like the way that's lit? I love that. I think there's some good stuff in here. There's some bad lighting in, in this movie. The, the stuff um, at night looks really good. I think the stuff during the daytime is a little flat. Yeah, and then the, some of the stuff inside the apartments and stuff like that is like overlit. But and, and then there's also this one little thing that I saw when he goes out. Um, he's in his office or something like that, and he goes out. He's out in a balcony. Is that a soundstage? Yeah. Was that a green screen behind there? I think it was because yeah, because there's a shot of him, a shot of uh, Jack through the uh, through the window, and you're seeing a reflection of his face in there. You can see the green all in his beard and everything, just completely a completely oh, wait a green minute. face. You're talking about uh, Jack Nicholson shot. I thought you yeah, were about talking about Damon's. Not talking about Jack Nicholson shot. Oh no, his, solid green face. His should have been on a set. I was thinking that it was because um, it's seeing out the windows. And you yeah. can, like, see the city vista. I think they're all on sets, but, yeah, the only one I know for a fact that had the window green screen was uh, Matt Damon. Do you have the 4K of this? No, there's not a 4K of The Departed, man. Really? Yeah, never been I was released. Say, I'd, like to, I'd like to pull that up during the break and show you this green screen that I'm, I totally saw. Oh, yeah, see, I knew Matt Damon stuff, like... That view isn't even like uh, possible from an apartment building. That's like uh, a <laughs> shot on top of another building, and they, that's how the plate worked. It's so. like the Fraser backdrop. There's no way from Fraser's apartment you'd be able to see the Seattle Needle. Oh, well, I, I've never even noticed from the that. Elliott Bay Towers. It's a metaphor. It's a, a metaphor. <laughs> it's a visual metaphor. I don't know, man. I, I really like the lighting and stuff. Uh, There's and it, really great moments. Yeah, like yeah, you're right. Like the the fucking the, when they're chasing each other through the fucking streets and the shit. The warehouse, man. And all, I love uh, all of that's great. I, I agree. Love how um, Jack Nicholson looks, like how he's okay. underlit. They 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 underlight him a lot, and I think that's because he, he's like he's like aged. There's a shot. There's a scene where him and uh, Frenchy Frenchy is that his name? Frenchy, Mister okay. French, Mister Mister yeah. French. <laughs> you're Mr. Fuck Pink. <laughs> He's Fuck Mr. It. French and you're Mr. Fucking Pink. All right, so um anyways, they're sitting at a table and um and he's like, you know, it used to be easier. He's like, you think we can fucking trust him? There's that is that whole scene. Uh there it's like so like brightly lit and like there's this like strange under light that's like uplighting both of them in the scene. Yeah. I think it's I think they're doing that to take all the wrinkles and or something away. It, but it was definitely a stylistic choice. I like that. That was good. I thought that stuff looked good, man. Yeah, and I liked how they kept uh, Jack in the shadows in the beginning, and you can still see his expression. They didn't like completely. Looks make like they're him doing a little bit digital. Well, I think it was to hide his age. They were. It was supposed to be a flashback. Oh no doubt. Oh, yeah. so they oh, put no some doubt. hair dye in, but they did it without you know cartoon no making his face a cartoon. Which, but I you thought know, that I was cool. You get I, your period I'd yet? Like... <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude, that was super fucking creepy. Go, go buy some makeup or something. <laughs> oh what, yeah, what the fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to know what he said to him when he when he. Oh, she gave him a little like. Hmm? Yeah, I yeah. know. She was smiling there. She's like, uh oh. We should have seen. We should have seen She's her again. Fucking seven year old dude. <laughs> oh, she was the redhead. What? What? Uh, the girl uh, in the beginning. She was his. She's the redhead. With the, the cocaine dust girl? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's Every, the red no head. way. That's Everything. the redhead that's my, following him around every, the whole movie, yeah. Ten times I've seen that, this movie. That kind of blows my mind. Dude, I'm sitting here. I'm shocked. I'm she, shocked. I can't she wants, even. She's doing the, like, the choir practice yeah. or something. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's the same girl from the beginning. No kidding. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't piece that together. He meets both the... Uh, he meets Matt Damon's uh, Colin character that same scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's why they're like... Speechless, age. speechless. I can't believe. Well, she's I a little bit older it. than him because you can tell that she's like I don't know what. Yeah. She looks like she's like almost thirteen in that scene. Twelve, thirteen ish. How old do you? How old do you get your period? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> why he's asking. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you may be in the rage. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's, it's a practical question. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nasty, dude. Instead of my uh, instead of my payment this month, uh, you just give me her. <laughs> hey, red. <laughs> I'm like doing the Irish mob. The dad was sitting down there just giving him the eye like, what are you doing? That's my daughter. Oh, he can't say shit, though. <laughs> he did not say a word. <laughs> What's this, this is the king's right. You know what it was back in the day, right? What he's going to say? Oh, uh, prima nocta? Yeah, prima <laughs> oh, That's high. before they get married. <laughs> oh. That's before they get the period. That's how we do it in Boston. 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 Oh, my goodness. We had uh, we had trailer time here. Go socks. <laughs> Go socks. I this is pre or post when they broke the curse. Oh, Before. I have no idea. Oh, is this, this is the movie that did it? <laughs> Could be. Yeah, this is what, 2006 this came out? Mm-hmm. When, when did the curse get broken? I don't know. So, sometime after that, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> What's that Drew Barrymore movie? When they go to Boston and shoot something there? I want to say that came out in 2008. Oh, with Adam Sandler? It's a fever pitch. No, that was a Jimmy, <laughs> no, that was a Jimmy no, Fallon Jimmy vehicle. Fallon oh, that's right. That's what that's that was. That's a Jimmy Fallon vehicle. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> uh, No. <laughs> No, that's why I thought Adam Sandler was in it. <laughs> you wish Adam Sandler was in it. Oh, man. That guy's having a comeback right now. Fuck yeah. Have you guys seen uh, Uncut Gems yet? No. I, I haven't seen it. Haven't. I, actually, I saw it uh, out, out of my periphery at the drive-in, but uh, it was without sound. So. so what were you uh, watching while you were trying to stare at that? <laughs> uh, that was The Rise of Skywalker, actually. See? He hated it so much, he's trying to watch Uncut Gems without fucking sound. He's like, this is better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like way over this, about the size of a postage stamp in the distance. I can almost I can almost guarantee that un- Uncut Gems without sound is probably better than Rise of Skywalker. Oh, You've come to the wrong place, sir. Damn, so I know what we're talking about on the break. <laughs> It was a big disappointment. What? No, I think yeah, it was, yeah, I think we all agree it was kind of a yeah. It was a letdown. What are you gonna do? Carrie Fisher died, man. What are you gonna do? That was that's a- not the reason, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's not why it sucked. Yeah, Carrie I mean, Fisher didn't suck. Cut but out like, of that Go back and listen to that episode. Actually, I've, I've heard people uh, say they listened to that episode and they were like mad because they want to jump in and be like, "What the fuck?" They want to like they want to fight, you know. Uh, I, I might have been one of those people. Want <laughs> <laughs> fight, man? Wow. I don't think we said anything that was like out of line in that, you know. If you want to fight us, drop us an email at themoviecrewpod at gmail dot com. Yeah. Extra e. I don't think we said anything that no, no one, no one else on the internet's already already said a billion times before. So, yeah, I don't really remember all of what we said either. So neither do I. Let's, let's, let's go on break. Let's take a break here. Let's let's, watch the, uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch the trailer and get a little like you know Boston accent here. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it, Brian. <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna play the trailer for the body, and we'll be back. Go socks. When I was your age, they would say we could become cops or criminals. What I'm saying is this. When you're facing a loaded gun, what's the difference? 
difference. This is not the regular police! This is the state police! We are an elite unit. This is all we're after. Frank Costello. You won't be paid as a regular cop, but there's a bonus involved. So what do I do? You will not ever know the identity of undercover people. You have anyone in with Costello presently? Maybe. Do you know who I am? Maybe not. I'm gonna have my associates search you. That was quick. Think he's dead already? Get your hands off me! I think we could work something out. We are all convinced that Costello has at least one mole inside the Special Investigations Unit. There are parts of my job I can't talk to you about. Man, you are trouble. You don't know the half of it. You better get organized, quick. Hey, last time I checked, I tipped you off and you're not in jail. Getting the feeling we got a cop in my crew. Soon a lady's gonna find out who I am and he's gonna kill me. I can get the rap. You just gotta let me do it my way. If you don't, it won't be me who pays for it. a leak from the inside. It's real. Man, smoke him out. You're lying to me. There are things you don't want to know about. What are you waiting for, honestly? I mean, do you want him to chop me up and feed me the poor? Is that what you guys want? How's your brother? She's on her way out. You all are. Act accordingly. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for The Departed. Martin Scorsese's Departed. Yeah, looks good. <laughs> it's a handsome picture. Nah, man. I mean, I, I'm going to retract that a little bit. It, it, the movie looks great, but there are some scenes that look like shit. That's fair. There, yeah. there, there are some... I, the I, maybe they had to go quick, you know? I mean, who knows? It could be for coverage, or who knows what they were dealing with. <laughs> I think the stuff in you know, Matt Damon's apartment looks flat, but that's meant to convey you know, it's not whole. No one ever really belongs there. He's he, you know, he's fake. He just feels gross. Yeah, you're not meant, you're not 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 feel a bit cozy and home, homey, maybe. <laughs> that's right. He didn't have any uh, any of his childhood pictures out in the place. He's like, well, we're gonna have fucking company. He's like, wait, this is you of the kid? No, no, we can't put pictures like this out. We can't set a precedent like this. <laughs> so you start asking questions. I gotta start saying answers. That's why DiCaprio got laid. He <laughs> he took a moment and he put that picture up. A little bit higher than it was in the wall. He's like, this needs to be eye level, girl. She, yeah. She was like, oh, damn, you fine. I want you to look up to me a little bit, you know? <laughs> Don't come up till you know. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a really, really, <clears throat> really great film, man. I, I, I really like Thelma, Sh- uh, not Schoonmacher. Uh, is that right? It's Schoonmacher, right? Isn't that how you pronounce her last name? <laughs> Who is that? Moonraker? Uh, the editor. Oh, the editor. Oh, okay. it's a uh, Scorsese's yeah. longtime editor. Yeah. Sh- Shoemaker? I don't know. It's Schoemaker? Schoemaker? Schoemacher? Schoemacher. Schumacher. No, that's <laughs> Joel. That's, ba- that's this Batman sequels guy. Oh, come on. Come on. Give the man some credit. He did The Lost Boys, man. Also Tigerland. Yeah, way better. Tigerland. Lost Boys, excellent film. Yeah. But the uh, the, ed- the editing, um, 
I do like how this is it's it's very much cut into a, a rhythm where you get these really cool dolly shots that are they're wide that are yeah. establishing that last a fucking second maybe maybe two seconds if you're lucky but I mean some of them are like less than a second long and we go straight into makes these, that noise yeah they, <laughs> they go straight into the coverage of the, all these dollies yeah on these actors and man I just I love the way it's shot I love the way it's cut together it gives this movie constant energy because the camera's Remember. moving yeah for no fucking reason there's no reason except for just to pace, you know, just to push, just to push where they where it wants to go. Yeah, yeah. There's I no, like the, the parallel cutting of them going to the police academy, oh, coming coming up yes, and uh, them sort of so uh, much of that hitting their position. Yeah, the way the way it cuts back and forth, the rhythm and pacing of those two guys, like they're, they're the co leads of the movie, and it, like the one where he's like they're going through the uh, going through the prison, and it cuts back, and the other guys like kicking ass and like you know killing people and knocking people over, and it cuts back and. Oh, oh, like of their experiences. Yeah, there's one. Um, there's a, there's one of those uh, murder montages where he's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's characters out with Mr. French, and yeah. they're just they're he's like yeah, I forget who he does. He kills somebody with a bottle over the gun. Uh, uses a yeah. Th- th- that's the first time he has that moment where he's like, holy fuck! He stands there and looks at it for a second, like you just and, killed that guy. Yeah, and it's intercut with that uh, the the first visit that Leonardo DiCaprio has with, uh, with the Diego Farmer, mm-hmm. yeah, her character, right. And, uh, man, the way that scene, like, plays out over, like, two or three scenes, it's not just... You think it's just we're getting flashback to support why he's nervous in that scene. Right. But then we got all these other scenes that occur. Just, it drags out that psychological moment. You don't see editing done like that that often. Right. And it's just a, a mishmash. It's not even... I don't know. It's not even a montage. It's just that one scene is out of order. Yeah, it, it kind of it's it's pushing the story with uh, something that's not as exciting, but they're putting exciting things into it, so it's keeping the the excitement up. It's keeping your attention going. So it's like something that would be a little bit more of a dry scene, chopping it up with something a little more exciting to to push the push the narrative. Good storytelling. <clears throat> Excellent says, storytelling. Just a, a firm grasp of film grammar that he makes everything interesting just through these techniques. Like, um, uh, he's carrying, carrying over audio from one bit to the next and some of the early early scenes that uh, it, it propels you into the story and it sets up so many different things in that quick quick uh, pre, pre-credit montage I just think that's such a masterful way of establishing this entire world and yeah. you in it. it's not it's not something that everyone's super familiar with either the Irish mob in, in, in Boston he sets up the all and like you know the Jack Nicholson opening, opening monologue like provocative from the start you know just dropping, dropping in bobs like <laughs> it's the movie that immediately puts you on edge and kind of pokes you in the chest and like all right you know you're you're, you're on edge the right. movie you know, induces anxiety the whole time in this cat and mouse games and you know who's gonna catch the rat the rat i smell a rat <laughs> yeah take a drink every time someone says rat in this movie you will not make it to the end we have been oh wow <laughs> we're down to our second bottle of wine going in the second half <laughs> might only get through you know two bottles during this podcast well i'm gonna depart with those bottles oh, oh. <laughs> title of the they did say the the title about two or three times at the beginning of the movie. I was like, all right, is this going to be a theme? Because there's a one where he's like, what about the departed? And he, like, it's like pushing in on him. <laughs> Any news about the departed? <laughs> or whatever the line is. Yeah, they, no, they, they do it a couple times. But I don't mind it. I like it. Like, ooh, he said, this, he said the title. It's usually the uh, funeral arrangements, right? The, uh... Right. Yeah. Hey, that, that's a very... That must be a northeastern thing. What the departed? Yeah, because we, we don't say it in the south. We don't. Yes, go, we oh, do. Do you? What? I have dearly never, departed. I okay. I've heard it. Yes, <laughs> in, a, in the church area, but I've never heard anybody out, outside of that moment. Oh no, no. Yeah, yeah. it's an Irish Irish Catholic thing. You're obviously not Irish Catholic, are <laughs> you? Yeah. We well, yeah, uh, 
<laughs> One thing I did want to bring up, I didn't know, doing research for this film, I didn't know that this was based off of uh, the same Irish uh, mobster, that Black Mass. Oh, oh Whitey, Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger. Yeah. And I didn't know that the fucker was out and on, like, uh, I think he was number two on the FBI's most yeah. wanted list when this movie was released oh, in theaters. Yeah. He didn't get c- captured, I think, until uh, I wrote it down. He was captured in 2011. You think he went and saw it in theaters? Uh, yeah. There was 100%. A, 100%. <laughs> there was an FBI uh, uh, raid, actually, on one theater because they, they thought they saw Whitey Bulger. There. Yeah. That's amazing. You imagine watching that movie and then they rate it and you're like, what the fuck? This is a weird, like, 4D thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I guarantee Whitey Bulger saw it with, like, a fake mustache and a, yeah. and a disguise. You think it's, like, the local, like, uh, you know, um, oh, Rocky Horror troupe, you know, for the department. Oh, my gosh. That, that, that would be amazing. <laughs> like, right when they're doing one of the police raids in the movie. Yeah, they all come the out. Actually comes yeah, in. they come in all, like, you know, completely decked out, screaming and shit. Uh, Get the fuck down! You know, all that. You just start laughing at him, like, oh, man, you guys, <laughs> oh, man this you is insane. Wow. Yeah, wow. You sure do get a lot for $10 these days. <laughs> oh, man, hey, you threw my popcorn out. Motherfucker, that's not cool. You're taking this too far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. I also didn't know that uh, Whitey Bulger was actually had a, an FBI friend. This movie has actually kind of got some truth to that. Oh, yeah, about how he was, yeah. you know. Whitey Bulger, FBI, informant. actual FBI informant. And yeah. Th- yeah, he, that's how he was staying off of, uh, I guess, out of jail. That's crazy. Which sort of speaks to um, a bit of a, maybe maybe a bit of commentary about our, our justice department, uh, our justice system, and may, way it maybe doesn't work. And uh, the co- you know the whole the theme well, of the movie is like you know when you're what, facing a loaded gun, what's the difference between being a cop and a criminal, right? Oh, that's a good line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's a great line, and I think that's definitely where's where does that line in the movie? You know, uh, when like DiCaprio's out here committing you know, some of these heinous acts, you know, like where do you how do you not lose your soul when you go undercover? How do these guys? Like that's that was devastating to me when when the guy erases his identity. That's all he wants at the end of the movie. Like when he says like, a cop is not an identity. I also love that line. Like I want my identity yeah. back. Being a cop is not my identity. I want to be who I am. And this movie is very much about that. Like what? Who is Colin? Colin Sullivan? Like Matt Damon's character? I don't know what he stands for. Like he 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 was a really interesting character to me. It's such a cipher. Is he just a total sociopath? Yeah, he seems just, like it. He, yeah, he just wants the good life. He just has he, he just has this one little thing. I've just, just got to like just just complete the mission. That, that's that's his motivation no matter what whatever it takes he's like i'm, I'm fucking good at lying you know yeah. fuck that's his one I'll just that's take his... care of it you know <laughs> he's like i Shit. really want a gold roof on my fucking house okay yeah, yeah. that's what i'm working fuck. for and none of your fucking personal pictures <laughs> Not the first one of your personal pictures no pictures of us either abstract art only yeah i don't, I, I just wonder uh did he did he, did he intended on going straight after uh Costello was dead after all of his his mob ties were gone. Yeah, that's kind of how it seems at the end of the movie. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out clean. I'm gonna go raise my kid with my uh, psychiatrist, honey, oh. and then everything's gonna be fine." Yeah, uh, it's an interesting segue. Was that his kid? Obviously, definitely not his kid. Well, I, it's kind of implied that it's not his kid. I don't know. Hundred percent, right? Hmm, I don't know. He was uh, portrayed to be impotent. Remember the scene when she asked, you want to talk about last I don't th- night? I don't know about that. I think that that is uh, okay. So you see that that that's a stressor. That's I think that's really interesting that that's in the movie because you also see um, DiCaprio. He, he's starting to get like a, a pill. He's starting to take pills like like uh, pain pills and shit. And then you know, and uh, what's his name? Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. You know, he he can't get Damn. it up. You know, the stress is like really like leaning on him. You know, it, it's showing that the deal dealing with this is like deteriorating their bodies. 
You think so? I he, think that's where that's coming man, from. I don't. I don't feel stress from Matt Damon's character. No, really? He seems like yeah. old. That's yeah. That's why I think he's such remember, a fucking. Do you remember the scene where he's playing golf with the with Baldwin, and you know, he's like uh, says something about you know is your is your is your dick working or something like that? And he goes, oh yeah, <laughs> all the time. Like he's really seems like he's overcompensating. Yeah, no, he's overcompensating there. because it's not. It's not working. Yeah. So I'm thinking. That's why I'm thinking it's it's this is the no, DiCaprio. I was baby. showing that. I was thinking that was the stress on his characters coming through. That's why he couldn't get it up because he's having to deal with all this shit. He's like so. He definitely can't get it up. I don't know if that's the reason because he doesn't seem like. The only time in the movie, and I think it's it's a real interesting bit. It's the only time you ever see him as a human, kind of regret something, <laughs> is when when he realizes that uh, Queenan's been dead. The other fucking undercover cops, uh, they're like, "Oh, should, should we? What are we gonna do? We need to get out of the car. We need to get." And he just turns off the light in his apartment, uh, in his uh, whatever, his fucking his office room, and sitting there in the dark. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, this is the first time this guy's like, "Did I go too far? What did I do? Can I not fix this? Did I fuck up?" Yeah, otherwise he's ice cold. Yeah, I didn't feel anything else one minute. Uh, yeah. So he's a psychopath. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Does he, does, <laughs> does, does, he, does he love the doctor? Does Is he in love with her? Is it real? What is, is, or she, is she part of his cover? Well, I mean, she. he even says, he's like, you know, like, if this goes south, you're you going to have to be the one to end it because I'll, I will stay in a fucked up relationship I'm fucking my entire Irish. life. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just yeah. fucking deal with it. It's like, what? That's messed up. I you know, that. I've seen this movie a lot. Of, a lot. <laughs> Very effective. I've seen this movie a lot of times. I'm still shocked when uh, when Costigan gets that shot through the head in that elevator at the end of the film. That's great, man. God, that, that made me jump in the theater. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah that was a great reaction in the theater. Yeah. Oh, that whole sequence because, like, like once once Leo's dead, you're like, oh, okay, well, that's that takes care of everything. Yeah. And then three more bodies. Boom! Headshot! Headshot! Yeah, right? Headshot! Oh, oh, uh, 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 James Badge Dale was the uh, the other the other rat. That was I was surprised. I didn't remember that being him. You know, he's going on to become a, you know, he, he's not, he's he's not like a, he's he's not that, a that guy actor. You get you know what I'm talking about? Oh, he's, no. He was an Iron Man three. Yeah, he was an Iron Man three. He had a, he was in a movie uh, last year. It was like a siege, a small uh, militia siege movie. It was like a really low budget thing. It was really good. Um, I didn't see that. He's an actor I, I really like. I, I forget the top name of it. I'll look it up. But he, I, I, like, I like him a lot. I was surprised to see him. And I think it's the first time I saw Anthony Anderson not in, you know, comedic mode, too. I think it was his first time he'd been not Anthony Anderson! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does have a comedic moment in the movie, though. I, I do like that. I'd like to, you know, because otherwise this would be kind of a hard movie to take, subject matter-wise, if you didn't have the moments of levity. Yeah, you have to break that anxiety sometimes. Yeah. The stress of uh, the chase sequences, especially when he when he when he shanks the poor guy, that's that a lot of tension, a lot of tension. It reminded me of a lot of uh, that ending sequence in Zodiac when he's going down into, into the basement. Just that creeping dread of you know, are they gonna are they gonna hit each other? I don't know. I I, I felt a lot of tension. I remember the first time I saw it in the theater. I felt it again today watching my wife watch it. She was kind of on the edge of her seat. That's I'm, awesome. Yeah, that, that's a good scene, man. I, I love that shot too. Going, we're talking about the lighting. I love it's. It's very like film noirish, but there's this. There's one great shot, and it's when they're they're right beside like a. I think it's a truck. Anyway, it's it's when DiCaprio's cell phone rings, and Matt Damon realizes somebody's following him, and there's this shot where you see Matt Damon and he's running right toward the camera, and you can see both of their shadows in the background disperse on this. Uh, I don't know what it. What is that? Semi trailer or something. It's like hanging oh, out like back the, there. the yeah, the, the the trailer on a big truck. Yeah, because they're they're in an alleyway, and I guess they're right. delivering fresh <laughs> vegetables fresh to yeah. this uh, <laughs> fucking Chinese restaurant. Yeah, man. <laughs> that poor motherfucker gets stabbed. Dude, that's fucking insane. He's man. Like, I just wanted to unload this truck. I'm man. just working, man. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, 
and that's another visual motif they uh, they keep. Um, did, did you read that article I texted you with about uh, Scarface? No. In this film, you didn't read it. No, because I wanted to watch it first. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. So uh, in the uh, I think it's the '30s version, the, the Cagney version of Scarface, um, the filmmakers would put an X up on the screen, like yeah. an actual X, and anytime one of the characters died, and Scorsese carried that through to this film as kind of a you know a watch. Yeah. Where an are an the X's? There's an oh, X over all. the top of DiCaprio's head in the uh, elevator. Yeah, when Queen dies, all the windows they're taped. Those are all X's. In the oh, background, that's awesome. They built all those, but yeah, it's it's, it's cool. And there's a moment where it's like uh, Matt Damon when he's uh, when he turns the light off in his apartment. There's uh, not in his apartment, but in his office. There's just a, a shadow with an X in one shot. It makes no sense. It, it's not in the wide shot. It's not. It's just in this one close up. That's that cool. Lasts I like, like that. A, yeah, it lasts like two seconds, but it just kind of proves kinda cool. that you know you can. Throw whatever you want in there. Well, Scorsese yeah. famously is not doesn't care about continuity. He's the best take. Not at best, all. It, it doesn't matter. You know, he'll, he doesn't matter. A, a small jump cut doesn't matter as long as it's the best take. It's the yeah. That there was a, there true. was a shot in this where you're on um, DiCaprio and he's talking and <clears throat> it goes from like a close up to a little bit wider and, it, and it's but it's in a two and his body position isn't the same and he kind of like kind of. You know, it kind of oh, feels awkward yeah. for a second. Uh, yeah, I know. I know the one that's uh, right before Costello uh, goes up and talks to the priest. Yeah, yeah. And he's like smoking a cigarette yeah. or something. It's when he's blowing those rings. Yeah, every, everything's yeah, everything's kind yeah. of like it for a second. But yeah, man, uh, like uh, performance over continuity every single time, yeah. no matter what. And lighting continuity too. So he'll cut in for a, for oh, a cooler shot. That's he's, totally true. And and just because you know it, t- it tells a story in that moment, like, again, that grasp of cinematic language is so strong. There's a restaurant sequence between Vera Formiga, for, Formica, Formiga, 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 and, uh, and Matt Damon. And so, anyways, in, in there, the, the <laughs> lighting uh, doesn't match between certain shots. It's like it's kind of like it's kind of like they may, may have been pickup shots. Oh, uh, the dessert scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of inconsistent right there. But but it it doesn't. It's it's when I'm staring at things and being very picky is when I see things like that. But it doesn't matter. You would never fucking catch it. Um, she's I, beautiful in that restaurant scene, man. Dude, like, she's yeah. like she's super hot in this movie, dude. They lit her so well, man. Like her eyes, nice her eyes just way. pick up the light, and there's something about the, the the way that her hair shapes her face with her eyes and everything. She just has such an interesting look that you know she's she's very pleasing. I on think camera. she's she's meant to look angelic. If she's a the, the angel on her shoulder in this movie for sure, I think she's meant to be the angel on Leo's shoulder. She's meant to represent sort of virtue and some sort dude. of. That like that like look on her face when he comes out of the because out of the shower. And betraying too, man. That only reason well, I a little, think, bit, a little bit. bit like like that, that whole like the, like betrayal thing where when she's just like standing, she's got the headphones on. Yeah. He comes out, and he's like, "Hey, what, what's what's up?" And she's like, that look on her face right there. She plays the fuck out of that scene. And then she says afterwards too, like she's like, "And I thought I was the one that was the liar." Yeah, it's like damn. That that makes me think it's Leo's kid, but. She was great. This is the first time I ever saw her. I don't know if I'd seen her anything before this movie. You had to have. Um, I can't. Think I of, can't think of anything, man, that I'd seen her before. Behind your head. Yeah, what would she have been in before this? That was a big. This is this is the first thing that I ever ever saw her in. What's, what 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 does it say at the very top that, that she's known for? Those four? Uh, on IMDb, she is known for Up in the Air, The Departed, Orphan, and Orphan. The Motel. Orphan is where I can um, pull her mostly in my head. That was uh, two thousand nine. Yeah. So that was after that was after this one. Uh, oh, Running Scared, two thousand six. I forgot about that. That's, she got uh, hit, Paul out, Walker, hit, right? hit out by Paul Walker in that movie. Yeah, yeah. That Fuck would, yeah. That that that's the scene it. you remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, of course I remember. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, she was in the uh, Manchurian Candidate remake. 
in 2004. I don't think I saw that one. Neither did I. I did see the Paul Walker movie. <laughs> <laughs> we all did, mate. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. Oh, oh she was in uh, 15 Minutes in 2001 with Robert De Niro. You guys remember that movie? Nope. I, I, Edward Burns. It's got a really nice classic uh, poster. Yeah. Oh, man. That's when Edward Burns was like the hot shit, dude. Where's, where's, where's he these days? Oh, man. I haven't seen him in a while. Because he was doing like he was acting and directing a lot. I mean, he was yeah, he was everywhere. Well, you know, it's harder and harder for filmmakers to get fucking money these days when uh, fucking David uh, Cronenberg can't get fucking money to do a, like what, what? It's David Cronenberg. You can't give that motherfucker money. Bring all the cash up to his house and just dump it off. You know, uh, fucking Shane Car- Shane Carruth says he's retiring after his next, but he can't raise fourteen million dollars <sighs> to make a movie. This guy makes some of those interesting, you know, head scratching sci fi movies in the last, you know couple of decades and he can't get money it's, yeah, it breaks my heart man breaks my heart yeah. we'll just it sign up for the for the disney machine he just needs to do what fucking uh coppola will do just put up the house and take that fucking money and go the make a fucking winery movie. yeah yeah, yeah. Just put up put put up some assets and, yeah. and make your fucking movie well, i'm I sorry need, i don't, don't need to take other people's fucking money i, I don't own 250 million dollars <laughs> in assets <laughs> 14 motherfucker i don't own one million in assets I don't know, one-tenth of one million in assets. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a vineyard. <laughs> no vineyards. Not the Why first one. It's going to take $14 million, dude. Damn, that's a lot of money. I don't know. He made, he, dude made Primer for uh, seven, seven grand, so I don't know. Maybe it's, it's got to be a visual effects. Yeah, but didn't, weren't they making that for like two no, or three I, years? No, or I, I think I get it now. He's like, if you give me $14 million, I'm going to make a movie for $1 million, and then I'm going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. <laughs> I appreciate you guys, Enjoy and I'm gonna it. be okay. I think I think I can live on 13 million. Wow. 13 million. He'll build that fucking time machine. Oh man, <laughs> I think that, that motherfucker knows how to make a time machine. I saw that. Have you seen the diagrams that it takes to understand that movie? Primer. This, you know, the. Oh yeah, I've seen some internet uh, <laughs> charts and graphs for it. Yeah. See in this scene when the guy's wearing this and he's this, then he's in that version, and then yeah. Yeah, it's too fucking confusing. Too much. Have you have we done that movie yet? We've never done Primer. Interesting. We should do that at some point. Extensive notes. It's well, it's one of those ones like, oh man, fuck. What are we? What are we even? What are we talking about? <laughs> what, what's the plot of this? What's going on here? I don't. I don't even know. Maybe we do that one as a commentary. I mean, we, we, yeah, you almost have to. Yeah. That and uh, Mahalan Drive. That's another one that's like, ooh, what's yeah. going on here? I don't really know. Mahalan Drive, Miracle. That's a good movie. You know, there's like a failed television pilot that he shot additional footage and turned into a masterpiece. Is it a masterpiece? Quote, unquote, it is a masterpiece. A lot of, pe- a lot of people think so. I mean, it's really good. I like, I like the scenes. But I just don't know what the movie means as a whole, and nobody's ever really been able to explain that to me. I don't really think it means... I, th- I think it means it was a TV pilot, and they stuck some extra stuff on it, and David Lynch says, think of whatever you would like. And he doesn't explain it any further. <laughs> and that's a masterpiece? That's, mm-hmm. what pe- that's what people say. I don't know. It's a right good movie. Right place, right time. Masterpiece. Are you, a, are you a David Lynch guy? I mean, I like David Lynch. Yeah, I think David Lynch definitely has his place in, in film and film history for sure. It's but. just as much a masterpiece as Clerks is. Right place, right time. Masterpiece. Clerks pretty good. It created a thing, man. Yeah, I like Clerks. I love Kevin Smith. Not a super great movie, but it did create a thing at its time. Yeah, yeah. It created a buzz, just like El Mariachi. Piece of shit, but it created a thing. It created that motherfucker's career. Made a bunch of people a lot of money. Yeah, that dude just got there making a two hundred million. Oh, movie. dude, he's out there making big time money. Two hundred million dollar movie, all by himself. 
Austin. With James Cameron. With James Cameron. With, yeah. <laughs> but he did, he, he did those uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Those are, those are totally solo. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that dude, I re- all respect Robert Rodriguez. Oh, man. Uh, all they're making it happen, dude. With his buddies. Making movies with your buddies. Dude, what, 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 what can right, you, what, you know, how can well, you do any better? Not anymore. His wife took his buddies. Oh! <laughs> oh that's brutal. Dude, I want to go. I want to get at <laughs> some point. Film crew, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> at, at some point, I would like to have made it so far that I can go to his like place and he'll make a pizza for me. I don't know. There's DVD extras where he make cooks the food. Talking is that what you're talking about? Because he uh, pretty delicious. He, he's he's got he's got like a pizza oven where he makes like fire like fire cooked pizzas. Oh, for, he's got like some people. like yeah. He's got some fancy yeah. And and like so when people come and hang out there, he makes pizza for them, and it's fucking excellent. I wouldn't I mind going over there watching uh watching so, exploitation with him and Quentin yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah, so, you come over here, you get some DiGiorno's. This is gonna be awesome. No, baby. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're heating up DiGiorno. <laughs> It's not even Domino's. You give it 20 it's like minutes, straight man. out the fucking oven. <laughs> it's gonna be a little burned on the bottom. <laughs> the cheese made. You can just eat the toppings, man. I swear it's good. <laughs> You've all done that. <laughs> oh my goodness, Robert Rodriguez mm, making pizzas, huh? I did like pretty... his last movie a lot, though. Oh yeah, that was the Alita. That was, yeah, that was, Alita. That was, that was a lot Alita. of fun. Bring on the sequel, man. Hashtag Alita Battle Angel Two. I'm, I'm in for it. Well, hopefully the foreign gross is good enough, and we'll get one. Yeah, just uh, Disney needs to figure out what to do with it. You know, they, oh, that's right, they own Fox, that now. Fox doesn't exist anymore. That, Fox that's owns, a Disney princess now. Disney owns the Alien movies. I will never get over that. And Predator. Yeah. We're gonna I wonder do- if there's like a Predator princess, Disney princess, like one of the female Predators. Oh man, those braids. Is Ellen Ripley <laughs> going to be a fucking uh, Disney princess? It has to be right. Oh. Right, yeah. They're gonna sell certain Ellen Ripley dolls at the Disney Disney store. I fuck, fuck. <laughs> well, you are, you dude. already have a plushy face hugger. Oh man, damn straight I do. <laughs> oh, damn. Come on, Disney, make it happen. That's right. See, mm. we can be excited about Disney owning everything. Yeah, sure. Hire me, Disney. <laughs> I'm available. Hire me. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we at the ratings here, Brian? Yeah, I think we're at the ratings. Um, <laughs> Unless it, dig through your notes. You always have another little nugget in there somewhere. Well, we did mention that this uh, this was uh, a four-time Academy Award winning movie. One Best Picture, Director, Editing, and Adapted Screenplay. So that's pretty cool. Hey, remember when William Monaghan was the next big writer and he's kind of petered out. How did he peter out? Yeah, he's not he's not had anything like this at this level again. Oh, really? Nominated for Academy Award and things like that. Yeah, he's a, he's directed a couple that just didn't ever turn out the way he wanted. He did uh, Edge of Darkness with Mel Gibson. was kind of an all right movie. I like that. that but, was, I mean, you're right. It was kind of. But, but he came out right. of the gate with this movie as like you know. Director. This is a you know nominated for all the all the awards. I mean, this thing was a phenomenon. Yeah, it's because they were feeling bad about the Aviator, and then they were like, "Fuck, we got to do it on this it's one." Guys. Really like the Aviator. is great. Movie. Hey, it's the way of the future. It was super That's cool. Way, way of the future. Way. way. The future. Way, way of the future. See, it's Scorsese win that Oscar, man. Way of the future. Uh, what was it? Uh, Coppola, uh, Spielberg, and um, uh, Lucas yeah. presented it to him. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. The they were like, color, color palette. Like, thank movie. God, man. For real. We talked about the editing. Um, another thing they, they do in the film that I thought was kind of, uh, you don't see it a lot, was the, the needle drops and the music, how it would stop Oh, and it's amazing. Start. Yeah, and there's some yeah. really cool-ass things they do it, with it that. It would drop out and come yeah. back in. Yeah, people would say a lie in a dialogue. And just completely go away. Yeah. Or it's amazing. answer a phone, and the music would stop when the phone would ring, or right after, or when somebody would open a phone. Right. And it was just like, 
Super cool. What are we doing here? Also no, use man, the same we're just used twice. They use the, the Dropkick Murphy song in the in the opening credits, and they use it again at the big uh, build up to the to the shootout at the at the dock. Yes, and then they use uh, uh, "Give Me Shelter" as the opening song, and they use it again. Um, they use it twice. I know they use the second text second time in the movie. It's two, but drops. it totally works. It just sets a tone. It's yeah. kind of like this 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 is the sound of this place. But I think it's a motif. Yeah, they, they use those as a motif in the movie. That's like a late motif, except they're using a, you know like a pop song. I couldn't figure out why they were doing it though. What do you mean? It was just a it's just a choice. I know it's a choice, it's but there, a, there's a, a choice. Abrupt. There's a reason behind that choice. Scorsese just doesn't just do cool. things to, to do them. It's just cool, man. They're the like, you know, would be really cool if we did this right here. <laughs> Fucking do it. This it, 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 it's it's about momentum. No, yeah. it, it's about the momentum. It's about sounds keeping, like you know you're gearing up to go to battle. It's it's like when he goes up to the door in that one where the, where the in in the woman he's going to go interrogate the woman. He's like you know uh, fucking uh, Matt Damon goes up and the, the the song cuts out as soon as he opens the door. The yes. lady comes out. The sound cuts out. Right. It's it's momentum. We're we're like coming out of that fucking you know the, the the momentum of the editing that they built boom we land into a scene it's just good man if it's weird though because like you'll have all you'll have other conversations that are happening and it's like why did you choose this moment what is this is this a special moment that i need to pay attention to is that what you're doing here is there a reason behind it guys i'm telling you man scorsese like he blows my mind he doesn't do a lot of audio commentaries i fucking hate that i really wish he i oh it would I think about how much talk he would about learn. my films just fucking watch it yeah i know right <laughs> but i mean he, he just does great things like uh you guys have all seen taxi driver right mm-hmm. oh yeah there's that awesome well it's it's, I mean, it's not really that awesome but when you watch it it's weird and but i always wonder what the, what the shot means there's a shot where travis bickle he's walking into his apartment complex he opens the door you can see the street New York outside, right? And he, he walks over, and all of a sudden the camera trucks with him as he goes over past his mailboxes. He picks up a phone. He starts talking on the phone. He makes a phone call. As he starts, uh, as the other person on the other line starts talking, the camera just trucks back to its original position, and we see this hallway. And that's the entire scene. The whole scene plays out just like that. And then he eventually leaves, and he walks back, up, walks back out of the apartment building. What does that scene mean? What does that shot mean? Well, I always looked at that shot and was like, oh, that's that's the streets out there. That's New York Colony, right? Well, you, Scorsese was asked about this in one time in an interview, and I finally got my answer of what it was, what he wanted to say to the audience. He was like, oh, well, I just thought uh, De Niro's, uh, Travis Bickle's character, his, his conversation is just so boring, we wouldn't want to hear it. <laughs> it's like, what? I'm it, telling you, that's, I think it's what a lot of this shit in this movie is. He's like, it'd be really cool if we did that right there. But it is well thought out, though. I mean, like, we reached the same conclusion at the end, but... I was uh, thinking of different things, you know? Like, right. I, I'm thinking about the, the street out there calling him, and he's like, oh, no, this is just a pathetic conversation. He's still a lonely, murder, cold psychopath, regardless. <laughs> right. And, you know, well, either one builds that case. What it comes down to is you're, you're overthinking it, and just instead of just experiencing it. That's what we do here. I know. Welcome to the Movie Crew Podcast. <laughs> 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 Got to overanalyze all those shot means. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do the ratings here, guys. Totes. Well, guests... All right, go first. Mr. Paul. Uh, I'm gonna give this an eight out of ten. This is a solid, fucking great movie. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to give it a ten out of ten because that that would put it on the level of all of Scorsese, some of Scorsese's what other mob say? movies. What was your rating? Eight out of ten. Eight. Okay. Eight out of ten. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's a great movie. I really enjoy it. I I feel like if I were to give it a ten out of ten, then I'm putting it on the level of Goodfellas or Casino, and I don't think it's quite there. It's really entertaining, but it's not. It's not quite at that level. It's not best picture. No. Uh, it's a it's a best. Uh, we're rating each movie for itself. Not that's the, true. You know, not not yeah. it's not they're not compared to each other. It's yeah, how you right. feel about this particular film. I think it's 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 really strong. I uh, you know what you 
Ah, he's ah, back. You, you he's back. Yeah, he's backpedaling. <laughs> oh, you twist him right, This is a nine out of ten. I really. All right, go. I got to say this is this is a really strong there movie. It's really strong. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, it's a really strong movie. I watched it a lot. I was really into it when it came out. I saw it several times in the theater. It was one of the first movies that made me think about movies in a larger way. I'm like, hey, I'm an, I'm, a, I'm a big boy now. I'm, I'm in cinema. Right. I'm about this Martin Scorsese guy. I got to see he got more of his stuff. Then I started watching Last Temptation of Christ. I started watching After Hours, some of his other, you know, older stuff. So it was a gateway drug for Ooh. a guy, you know, at, the, at that age that got me watching more Martin Scorsese movies. Right. It's really After good. Hours is really good. That's a, yeah. that was a good drop right there. Yeah, it's a good movie, man. Uh, that is a good one. Remember King of Comedy? Remember, remember when they remade it this year as, jo- as Joker? They remade all those great old movies. You know, they were really strong. I, I and I wouldn't have seen any of those if this hadn't been the first one. It's the one that made me want to watch more Martin Scorsese movies. This is what got me into the rest of the in his oeuvre. So oeuvre, yeah. So it also I think established Leo DiCaprio as a, as a legitimate leading man guy outside of the Titanic romantic lead kind of stuff, right? I think this is his first big breakout. Gangs of New York was kind of a big hit. No, Gangs of New York, yeah. It was, but it was weird. It was delayed for a couple of years. Remember, it was a, there was a long delay from the shooting and when it was released. This yeah. movie, this movie, I think, really put him on on that level, that A list. Did, like, did you see what Thelma had to fucking cut in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about the editing uh, in this film, right. uh, fucking Gangs of New York, man. That fucking riot scene, that is some of the most goddamn most beautiful editing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It is goddamn beautiful. So I love that. good. I love that movie. Ugh. Was this before um, Jason Bourne? No, I think this is this is probably. I think this Jason Bourne was two thousand three. Okay. Right. No, at least at least oh. two. I saw that. I saw that when I was two thousand one, two thousand two. I think it was that same Spider first Spider Man kind of era. Yeah, because the second one came out in like oh four. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. So he he had already been cemented as a badass. Yeah. 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 But this yeah. is like R rated tough guy. I'm leading the movie. I'm not a fresh faced young kid. You know. I'm the right. Yeah. But that, I think this really put both of these guys on the, on the path to where they where they are now. I would say. Agreed. Yeah, the start of the the, the, the Alec Baldwin comeback. <laughs> yeah, Alec Baldwin. This Aviator. I think Martin Scorsese really hand, hand kind of handpick Alec Baldwin, put put him in some stuff, and now we're 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 stuck with him every week on this Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Maybe we could. I'm okay with that. I have no problem <laughs> with. Uh, yeah, he's great in this movie. I can't have too much. Yeah, Alec it's a lot of fun. So uh, okay, so I'm gonna give this one a uh, a ten out of ten. I've talked about a little shit about this this movie a little bit, but uh, this was one of the first films in film school that really cemented that fuck I'm a fucking filmmaker. You know, every time I see this movie, it just makes me really fucking excited about film. You're a nut. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <crazy>. excellent. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't believe you did your whole review like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I, I agree with everything you just said. Thank um, you, sir. I agree with every. Yeah, I'm going to give this a ten as well. Um, yeah. I don't think it's his Scorsese's best work. Um, it's no Aviator, but it's <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah that, that's true. <laughs> that's true. It's not, but it's uh, it's just a really fast fucking B picture, man. And Dude, it's super fucking fun. It's super fun. It's funny. It's fucking. It's got all the fucking action shit in it. It's got that fucking like it's quintessential mob like the, all the fucking everything yes. you want in a mob movie. The squib hits. It's the there. squib hits in this movie are just just juicy. The the fucking just juicy squirting. The, oh, the characters are deep. That's you know true. the characters are deep. He, even even fucking with Jack chewing up the scenes, he even has his tender moments a little bit. He, oh yeah, man. Yeah, I mean it's it's great. It's a great fucking movie. It's it's All easily that one of the best. All murdering and fucking and no kids, <laughs> huh, Frank? 
This is basically our cinematic reality TV. I love that. This is basically our cinematic send off to Jack. I think, right? I mean, this was his last big, big role. This is his. He still isn't done yet, guys. I just just want a movie with him just like waving or something. You think he's gonna come out of retirement for for one more? Yeah, he's gonna like. I don't have fucking dementia. He'll be in the ground three days, and he'll be digitally resurrected, and he'll put him in a in a battery commercial or something. Come on, Nolan should get this motherfucker out of retirement. Come on. Come on, no one know. should do it. He's not. He's not exactly in fighting shape these days. I don't know if he wants to go in front of the camera. I mean, just, he can just be in a fucking wheelchair. Just say a couple lines. Arch like maybe half an eyebrow. Colonel Kurt, man, shoot him in. Shoot him in shadow. He'd <laughs> be cool. Have you guys seen the picture of uh, DiCaprio doing uh, uh, the Jack Nicholson face? No. no type it in. Just type in right now, so you can, so we can see it and all. Type type in DiCaprio Nicholson. Yep. D. Do I need to do face? No, just type in. It should know what you mean. It's already heard me, anyways. It's getting it ready. <laughs> there it is. Wait, which one? <laughs> it's that first one. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> so yeah, if you go to your phone right now or your, your internet browser, just type in DiCaprio Nixon, and it's fucking uncanny. He could play young Jack Nicholson really well. They should have got him for uh, Doctor Sleep, dude. I'm telling you, he looks great. <laughs> wow. Isn't that crazy? I think Brian is awestruck. That is, uh, that's, that's pretty. That's, <laughs> that's pretty, pretty on point, man. Yeah, it's closer than uh, what? Uh, what was his name? Edward, uh, Thomas. Yeah, the guy from ET. Yeah, it looks great, man. Elliot from ET. The eyes and the smile, dude, are kind it's of like fucking breaking fuck my on, right? Yeah, it's kind yeah. of breaking my brain a little bit. Yeah. Just Damn. don't know if he can do the voice. Oh, he can do the fucking. Have you seen the Aviator? The, the man's yeah, a master. Put down the fucking bat. Give me the windy. Windy. Give me the bat. Give me the fucking bat. I'm not gonna hurt you. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get a sequel to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, man, and they'll, uh, oh, they'll throw him in. Uh, oh, no, did you hear about uh, Bounty doing, Law? They're doing the Bounty Law TV show. They're doing the Bounty Law TV show. Five episode show. Yep. DiCaprio probably said happening. no. I'm pretty sure he no, said no. No, it's fucking happening, Is dog. Doing, yeah, I don't no. know. Yes. No, it's not. Yes, I thought it I read is. that DiCaprio's not doing it, though. They can't do it without him. I think he would want to play Bounty Law. I think he would, you know. Why not? For fucking fun? I wish. Yeah, I dog. hope he does. I'm, I'm, I'm fingers Tarantino's crossed. Tarantino's doing it. He's going to do it. Fingers crossed. I'd love to see For it. For real? Yes. Dude, oh my God. Yes. I would lose my fucking mind. <laughs> the Bounty Law stuff in that movie is incredible. Yeah. yeah, yeah Bounty guys, Law! Have you guys uh, gotten the Blu ray from What's Upon a Time Hollywood? No, for sure. Yeah, it's got a bunch of like extended st- scenes, and it's yeah. mostly like uh, deleted like stuff that, the, you know, the deleted episodes. That's or, awesome. Or Tarantino, he said he had so much stuff. He's like, man, I could write a whole show about this. And he's just, oh, I'm I did write the show. Fuck yeah! Man. Looking for it. Oh. <laughs> that movie is fun, beginning to end. I oh, what a joy! Yeah, what that's joy. my favorite movie of the year. It's so good, so, so far. Good. You see Parasite. Um, well, all right, guys. I think that's gonna do it for us tonight. You've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. You guys want to get in touch with us? You can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew crew spelled C R E W E. Extra E at the end of the word crew. At gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can they follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. Uh, I'm on Instagram at G. Paul Williams Jr. And uh, I'm on Twitter at G. Paul Wills. Wow. Look at that. Breaking fucking protocol. He just jumped the gate on that Shut one. Shut the fuck up over there and wait till you're talked to. You do not fucking speak until you're spoken to, sir. Jerry, calm down. It's I'm his sorry. first one. It's I'm sorry. Okay, calm, calm down. down. <laughs> know your place, bitch. This is why we can't have nice oh, things. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to come on this show. We always yell at people. <laughs> oh, my 
goodness. You guys can follow me on uh, Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to be closing out this show tonight with... I didn't have Some this fucking song. music. Oh, you something. know what? No, let's close out with Dropkick Murphy's uh, yeah, Shipping Out to Boston. That seems right. Sounds appropriate. All right. Ship it out to Boston. Whoa! <laughs> 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 uh, I'm leaving that in. Okay. <laughs>